0: From the COIN Podcast Studios in Portland, Oregon, this is Your Weather Weekend with meteorologists Joseph Dames and Kelly Bairn. Well, good morning. You're listening to Your Weather Weekend. Here we go. We're live. I have morning meteorologist Kelly Bairn with me, and I'm weekend meteorologist Joseph Dames. Happy Friday. How's it going?
1: Good morning. Friday, yes. Uh, Best day of the week, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad we're here. I think there's a
0: popular vote for that, Oh, Yeah. (laughs) It's been a pretty good week. We've had a couple spurts of rain, a cold morning earlier in the week, but uh, today we start drying out. But we had some record lows out there on Tuesday morning, and that was something to talk about. Kelly, I think you might know a little bit more about those record morning lows that were spread across the state.
1: Yeah, I mean, it includes Portland. Uh, Portland dropped to 38 degrees, which was a tie for the record low on Tuesday, October 12th. Uh, so back in 2019. So what I thought was interesting is that 38 degrees doesn't seem like it's it's that cold compared to some of the other records around cities here in the Portland metro. For example, the record low for Hillsboro is 28 degrees on that day. So 38, you know, that's that's a cold temperature, but we just you know that day just historically has not dropped below 38 degrees. When we got real cold enough to tie that, there were plenty of other cities that dropped uh, to the low 30s, that included Hillsboro, Beaverton. McMinnville also tied the record low at 30 degrees. So wow. there have been, you know, just a number of, of colder spots. Most of the record lows were in the low 30s, even upper 20s, but yeah. only Portland and McMinnville tied the old record.
0: That's still a pretty good accomplishment for this time of the year. I think we're supposed to be like around 45, of 48 degrees.
2: So That's right.
0: 30 38's a decent drop. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I would maybe expect the record to be closer to freezing.
1: Exactly. Um, and it, it just wasn't. But these temperatures uh, earlier in the week were more normal for late November December like morning temperatures when average overnight lows are mostly in the mid 30s to low 30s. So, you know, we are just skipping right over fall. (laughs) And uh, we saw it all week with our high temperatures too, mostly in the 50s. That is more like November temperatures right there, too. So it's been a strange cooler and more showery week. And I think it's kind of nice that we're getting into some better weather this weekend.
0: Yeah, just in time. It was kind of funny. Last week, I was like, think Halloween weather. It's like kind of late October. Now, this week it's like think Thanksgiving weather like that's just kind of what we've been experiencing but this Friday we finally warm right back up I think pretty close to our average we'll bring some sunshine some clouds and I, I'm hopeful that temperatures may hit close to the mid-60s today
1: yeah we are expecting a little warm-up compared to the week mid-60s for the afternoon is what I what I saw as well so that'll feel nice especially after some of the uh, colder days that we've seen but I've realized even in the sunshine the mid-60s can still feel a little cooler So I've been keeping, you know, an extra layer with me regardless of these, uh, you know, slightly drier, sunnier days. It's just it is still just chilly out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. By keeping an extra layer with you, do you mean tying it around your waist?
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, that is that is fall fashion right there. Some of the some of the boots are coming out of my closet, adding more sweaters to the wardrobe. And yeah, you know, a nice sweater wrapped around the waist. Always a nice looking fall.
0: Sure is. Well, hopefully this Friday forecast is kind of a tease of what we have going on this week. And we have uh, an event out in Hood River that I actually want to talk about. It's the Hood River Valley Harvest Fest. Kelly, you're aware of all the amazing fruit and things that are out there in the, the Hood River Valley. And, you know, we're getting into fall and a lot of people want to get out there. So we have this marvelous event over in Hood River. And uh, we'll get to the weekend forecast on the other side, right?
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Well, 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 we have another spectacular weekend event and it's a little outside of downtown Portland and the Willamette Valley. We're heading over to the Gorge today and we're going to discuss the Hood River Valley Harvest Fest. And I have Lee Perry with me and he's going to fill us in with the details.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it's the 39th annual, so very long running event out in the Gorge. It's, uh, you know, a lot of the Farmers and growers out there got together years ago and just wanted an an event where they could sell their products direct to consumers right in the downtown. And it's really evolved in the years. It's really more, I mean, there's the produce, of course, but it's, uh, there's art. The arts aspect of it has become huge. I mean, we've got 60 some artists out there, you know, in these big giant tents, and it's just a good time to come, come do holiday shopping and all of that. Of course, we've got live music. We've got uh, beer out there from full sale, and then uh, and then there's all the kids activities. So we've got you know the standard rock wall. There's a guy that brings a virtual reality. <laughs> trailer out there that's really cool. Yeah. And then I think there's like 10 different giant bouncy house things out there this year. Okay. So this is a family event. Everybody can get out there and enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely family, family event. You know, it's it's $10 to get in, but kids under 12 are free. Yeah. You can't beat that.
0: That's uh with that type of entertainment too that's that's great yeah yeah you know you're, you're breaking it all down i kind of want to go a little bit farther i mean when i think about uh the hood river valley i think about the produce and all the great things in there but recently when i've been out to hood river there there's a lot of art shops and and things like that so it's it's pretty cool to see the combination of the two but what type of uh produce and, and art can people find there
2: apples is the big thing i mean there's they grow everything up in the hood river valley but uh right you know this year it's This time of year, it's particularly apples, pears, that kind of thing. You know, we'll have uh, vendors down there with crates of apples and stuff. And so you can come buy a, you know, box of apples right direct from the farmer down there. Everything else that you can imagine, there'll be pumpkins and plants fall planting you know all kinds of stuff like that and then the artists really i mean ranges from everything from you know jewelry to photography paintings pottery everything you could imagine i do most of my christmas shopping there because it's nice and convenient
0: yeah that's good that's a good idea
2: (laughs) yeah get it going now yeah Yeah. because it
0: jumps up on you really quick all of a sudden yeah
2: yeah yeah this is i I've been helping produce this event for maybe five years now. And uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, I learned that it's the best place where I can get all my Christmas shopping done, you know, get to go talk to all the vendors, all these great artists, get all my Christmas shopping done. And then I don't have to think about it, you know, for the rest of the rest of the year. (laughs) Gosh, I I work weekends. And so... (laughs) Oh yeah, it's,
0: that's uh, it's tough for me. But the Friday, I, I I'm thinking about going out there. I think it's um time for me to go check it out and maybe do some shopping myself. Yeah. Uh, so it's along the Hood River waterfront you mentioned. So. Do people kind of migrate from downtown over to the waterfront and back? Is it kind of a fluid situation?
2: Yeah, yeah, there's de- definitely, there's parking right outside the event. We've got a huge parking area and parking's free down there. From there, you can walk into the event and you can walk into downtown from there. It might be a little long walk for some folks but a lot of people do they'll come down and park they can then walk downtown they can walk to the event they can see everything else on the waterfront uh down there as well all at the same time
0: now one of the questions that i try to get out just so people know when they're listening is is there any uh covid protocols that they need to come prepared with
2: yeah yeah so we're asking people we we either have Proof of vaccination um, that we're checking out the door or a negative COVID test within the last um, 72 hours. And we also have testing on site. So Curative Health, they, they're, they're kind of around Portland right now doing testing. different venues like the Aladdin Theater and Revolution Hall um, testing for events but they're set up all the time and so Curative um, is also going to be out here in Hood River right outside the event so anybody can go get a negative test takes 15 to 20 minutes to get the results
0: yeah that works that's that's not bad you know you said you've uh, maybe been going out there for the last you know Hover money, you know, harvest festivals. Uh, have you ever had to deal with any interesting weather? I know sometimes the gorge can be a little breezy heading into the fall. You know, this is a weather podcast. I like to get some weather stories from time to time. Uh, do people yeah. go out there in the rain? Uh, how's, <laughs> how's it look
2: sometimes? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this. I mean, obviously we watch the weather very closely and it looks like it's going to be just fabulous. So Saturday looks like it's going to be the warmest day for the next two weeks. So that's really good news for us. And um We watch the weather very carefully. yeah, we've had rain come in before. Of course, the gorge can be, as you know everybody knows, just incredibly windy. So there have been times when uh, it's been so windy that the, the bouncy houses have had to actually come down and <laughs> wait for the wind to stop. That's why we put the artists in a big, giant tent. So even if there is inclement weather, people can go inside the tents. It's a great time to shop. Most of the vendors have some kind of tent over them, even the outside vendors, so the produce vendors at the, you know, music's under a tent, seating's under tents, so we're pretty prepared for whatever, uh, whatever comes. Yeah,
0: you, you kind of have to. Hey, so do you ever see like windsurfers out there? I, I mean, for people that are listening to this, uh, when they if they haven't been out to Hood River, like say fairly new to Portland or something like that, the, the view is just amazing. It's just a wonderful spot to be, especially right you know along the riverfront. But do you ever get some of the windsurfers out there and some added scenic you know spots and and things to watch and uh, when you're you know at, at the festival?
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's a whole grassy area where normally the Uh, wind surfers and kite surfers all launch from we have that closed of course for the festival but they still get out there they can go along um, the side of the event and get to a beach where they can launch from and yeah there's always you know kite boarders wind surfers out there just doing their thing Um, you know of course they're They're wanting more wind. We're wanting less wind. So it's always a balance there, but it's, you know, there's always enough of a breeze. Well, almost always enough of a breeze that, you know, you'll have some folks out there. So of course on a windy day out there, you'll, I I don't know how they do it on those windy days out there. It looks so crowded. I'd I'd be worried about running into people, but yeah, it's, uh, it's absolutely gorgeous.
0: Yeah, I'm always pretty amazed at what they do, but it is uh, just a beautiful spot. I'm reading some of the the website, some of the description on the website. You know, just a couple things to persuade people. You know, they have pies, the jam, smoked salmon, chocolate covered cherries. I mean, that right there just sounds like. That could persuade me to, to head out there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What else is your favorite part about the the festival?
2: I've got two young ones um, and they'll be out there um, this year. We're, you know, just getting to see them play with all the kids stuff. You know, the, I guess I forgot to mention too, on Saturday and Sunday, we have like two different groups that come out and they, they help kids paint pumpkins. You know, we, we get a ton of these little tiny pumpkins. It's all free. That part's free part of the festival and kids get to paint pumpkins paint Halloween decorations, little kids games like that. So that's always super fun to watch. It's just uh, the kids really getting into the the fall time. And then, you know, always seeing the kids faces when they see these giant crates of apples and stuff like that, because it's just something, you know, you don't really get to see that many apples in one place unless you're out at a farm or out at one of these orchards. So that part's always super fun as well. Yeah, that sounds like a blast.
0: Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? If not, I could uh, let you anyway.
2: We have live music all weekend too. I don't um I, I'm not sure where if the schedule's on the website yet. I know they're trying to get it up. So there'll be live music all weekend, bunch of singers, songwriters. So it's really nice to, you know, chill. You come get some food, get a beer, do a little shopping and uh, and listen to some great music all at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's my type of event. I think yeah. um is it usually pretty popular. I imagine it. It's pretty busy there.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, typically we'll see anywhere, anywhere you know, between eight and twelve thousand people in a weekend come out to the event. So maybe a little more this year. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah we, It's just it's so hard to know this year. I mean, it's been the most challenging thing with events right now is just right. trying to predict uh, how many people are going to come. You know, it's. Uh, Uh, you just don't know. You just don't know. So but the weather's on our side, so I feel pretty good about that.
0: It sure is. Yeah. All right. So the Hood River Valley Harvest Fest coming this weekend. It sounds like a blast. Um, I hope people get out there and uh Lee, I appreciate your time.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. All
0: right. Well, I'll take apples and pears and pumpkins. I love cooking with those right now. It makes your house smell nice. Fall festivities right there in the gorge. Get out there with your family. You heard about all the events for the kids, uh, the food yes marvelous hey i want to talk about the weekend forecast kelly and i are going to be on the other side we'll fill you in with the details but the coasts the gorge the valley the mountains all the good stuff we'll see you there
2: the town of detroit it is almost completely burned out there's one or two restaurants that have been saved for all intents and purposes this town is gone
1: A year of fire and ice and heat. 116 Oregonians have now died as a result of the state's recent heat wave. Three deadly weather events that made international headlines. But what is the connection to climate change? I think Mother Nature is very mad at humans. (laughs) Now the COIN Podcast Network is going beyond the headlines.
0: The crises we're going to be facing from climate change are really
1: going to balloon and intersect with other Deep into a discussion about our changing climate. The danger it poses to all of us. And what you can do about it. We better start doing something about it real soon.
2: People are just not prepared for this.
1: It is a climate in crisis now streaming on the COIN podcast network.
0: So if you want any sort of fruit, you want pumpkins, you want some art, you want to just have a nice family event this weekend, head over to Hood River because the Hood River Valley Harvest Fest does sound like it's a, a good time and you can just, you get like early holiday shopping done there. They have so many vendors, Kelly.
1: Yeah, some some more of that crafty, uh, the crafty items, the crafty things that people kind of build that's local. That's fantastic. And yeah. Hood River is... I think is one of the gem cities in the state. It's one of my favorite spots. Kind of uh, the doors to the Cascades and, and then also the river right there. You're in the shadow of Mount Hood. It's just it's just such an awesome place with all those farms nearby too.
0: Yeah, the combination of everything as you mentioned is makes it spectacular. The views are, are nice. So even if you're just going out there and, and maybe you're not picking up anything, but just like the views that you could go check out while you're there. Pretty spectacular. And I think we'll probably have some nice weather as we start the weekend. That goes for Hood River, and that goes for the valley, and that goes for the coast. We might wrap up the weekend with a little bit of rain, but I think we start off the weekend pretty nice.
1: Yeah, I think if you've got time both today and Saturday, uh, those will be your best days to get out there just because it does look rain-free and pretty dry and also a little warmer too back in the uh, 60s. So enjoy it. I think what's nice about an event like this is it it uh, won't be on the dirt fields of a pumpkin patch, you know, so you can you, <laughs> yeah, can, you know true. dress up and, and kind of wear those boots or the outfits the nicer shoes that uh, maybe you wanted to wear, but chose the uh, rubber boots instead out at the pumpkin patch. Um, And plus, you're in such a beautiful city, too. So yeah, that should be really fun. And the weather does look to hold, you know, both Friday and Saturday looking dry. I think there's a chance for rain on Sunday, though.
0: Yeah, Sunday, we eventually see a front move on in and that will produce some rain. But you know, Saturday, if we hit like mid 60s, that's one of the warmest days we've had In quite some time. I mean, we've been hovering in the 50s, maybe pushing the lower 60s. So a mid 60 day may feel pretty warm for folks uh, as we get into the week. And I think Friday and Saturday that we will have both maybe a chance for something like that. But rain does move on in. I think we have a front arrive on Sunday. It starts for the coast in the morning and then it kind of sweeps through the state. So I'm expecting rain eventually out to Hood River, but I think it's gonna be like later in the afternoon. So it's almost a pretty dry day for that event on Sunday sunday
1: so head out early if you've got only sunday open
0: correct okay capital c
1: yeah Nice. Well, it sounds like such a, a perfect fall festivity. You know, you've got all the decorations and just the, the harvest of fruits. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good eating out there, too. Maybe some apple cider donuts and all of the goods that you tend to like. Some pumpkin flavored things, too. So, yeah, maybe I'll have to go check it out.
0: I think if you go hungry, you're just going to end up eating so much stuff right there by <laughs> overpurchasing. <laughs> yeah. and, but it's worth it because it's it's for, um, you know, fall and you're supporting some local farmers and the crafts and the vendors it's good time uh here in portland i have our temperatures maybe about mid 60s on saturday cooling down to about the upper 50s to 60 on sunday kind of depends on when that rain arrives i think it will arrive though probably close to midday yeah maybe late morning we'll have to see about the timing if that changes a little bit over the course of the next 24 but tune in and, and watch and i'll have updates of course uh, saturday night
1: that sounds good And uh, I think just a pretty good weekend, at least half of it staying dry. So whatever you get into this weekend, some nice weather, at least on Saturday. But yeah, tune into Joseph. He's around in the Coin Weather Center.
0: I think what I like about today and tomorrow is that we get some sunshine and we may have some views of the mountain because we've had a couple you know rounds of snow on the mountain I think we'll finally get some you know views of the mountain and that will be nice on Saturday for Hood River as well because you could probably get you could probably see you may even be able to see Adams from over there from that vantage
1: point. Yeah that's a good point that's uh, one of the reasons why I believe that uh, city is just so beautiful you know Mount Hood just hovers right over the city plus you have the Columbia River Gorge right there so and the river running through uh, just gorgeous so yeah take a look up towards the mountains I don't see any issues for drivers over the passes, but likely nice blankets uh, of some snow. A new jacket for Mount Hood up there.
0: Yeah, I think it, it may be cool enough to see some more snow up at Timberline. That's that's a bit higher, so if you are taking that drive up to Timberline, you may be dealing with some snow there, but I think the passes are going to be okay closer to government camp, and, and again, I'll have updates on that heading into this weekend. So, Alright, enjoy the fall weather. It's going to be a nice one. Again, Saturday, a little more sunshine, a little warmer. Sunday may bring some rain for you. Uh, if you're east of the mountains, you're probably good for most of the day on Sunday, and And I hope you have a a nice weekend and head out to Hood River. Go do it. The Coin Podcast Network is your home for on-demand coverage of local news, sports, weather, and entertainment you won't find anywhere else. You can always find us on coin.com slash podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.